Well, good evening, and welcome back to Affliction, A Survivor's Journey to Consciousness. It's your girl, Vanna, and um, I'm not going to be on here long. I just wanted to get on here and share something um, that the Lord had put in my spirit that I was hearing um, while I was working today. And um, it's been an interesting day, but the Lord said, people who know their God will be strong and do exploits. That's what was in my my spirit today, literally all day. And um, I told you that nine times out of 10, when you hear me talking to you on this podcast, I am always going to be speaking out of the book of Vanna, meaning my truth. Okay. Um, it's not some convoluted story of who shot John. This is the actual truth of my life and my journey with the Lord. So those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. How about that key word, their God? See, I know my God, okay? I, I've, I've learned that um, I don't maybe know other people's gods. I, I don't, and I, I, I don't need to know their God. I know my God. So it said people who know their God, their God, shall be strong and do exploits. Let me tell you something. The reason why I say I speak out of the book of Vanna, because whenever the Lord puts something in my spirit, there's always something for me to glean from it. And it's always going to be something, if you put it in my spirit, it's it's important. So um, for me to look at how I know God, to know God really is to, A, number one, to actually know him, not know of but know God is to have a relationship with God and to trust God completely. And I thought about it and I said, you know, God, I do know you. And I had just said that his strength has been made perfect in my weakness. When I tell you to get stronger by the day, I'm not talking about just physical strength. I mean mental strength, emotional strength. I'm spiritual strength. This is an inside job because we have to remember that God is spirit. Spirit. So they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So I worship him in spirit and in truth, in my truth of who God is to me in my life. Okay. So every that's why I say I speak from the book of Vanna, because it's always going to be the truth about my relationship and my journey with the Lord. So your spirit is your spirit of your your God, my spirit. And the fact that it's spirit, that's an inside job, by the way. So um, anyways, the bottom line is I, I realize I, I find myself doing things that once upon a time I would have never done. Um, because I told you I'm very logical and a, a common sense type of uh, female. You know, I, I'm a critical thinker and I analyze things and say, hey, it's not rocket science. I know um, that if I have only $100 and um, the Lord says, I want you to take that $100 and I want you to put it over here to the left, 
But over here to the right, I've got about mm, about $400, okay, which that $100 could cut it down to $300. However, what I do is I say, okay, Lord, you told me to do it. So I just do it. Literally, I put it over to the left because the Lord told me, I mean, literally, the Lord told me to do something. And I thought, are you sure about this? Seriously, I just, you know, I know, he, I, I know he was sure. Um, I was just trying to see if maybe, you know, like Jesus said, could you pass this cup? I want to see if we can get one of them deals off. It didn't work for Jesus. It didn't work for me either. So anyway, so put it over there. Uh, I said, okay, Lord, I'm okay. But you know, I'm like, but over here to the right, we, we stacking up on some things that need done. So now every time um, what I was doing with the money on the left, it just kept not working out. <laughs> and I said, well, Lord, if this isn't working out, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. He said, no, 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 it's going to work out. So basically it was just a test to see, will I take the money back? No, I'm not going to take it back. And I still have a pile up on the right, but I'm leaving what God told me to do on the left. That is that strength. Do you understand? That's a strength to be able to trust him that, listen here, I have enough common sense to know that if I take this over here, this would alleviate any form of stress over to the right. If I just take from the left what you told me to put over there, if I just put it over here on the right, that would alleviate their stress. But here's the thing. I don't even stress. I left it over there. And I told the Lord, uh, listen, you know what I'm going through. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put it in your hands and leave it alone. My Auntie, B, um, Auntie Wanda back at home, she used to always say, um, before she passed away, she said, Vanna, don't pray and worry. That was one of her favorite things to say, don't pray and worry. And I'm telling you, um, I went to Houston uh, this weekend and I I said, okay, Lord, you said move back, right? Okay. And I said, that's going to require me to have a place to live. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard looking for a place. I don't, I don't, I'm not really, I lived there for five years, but I'm not really acclimated with the areas. So, um, I got online and started looking, trying to look for different places and just, you know, the one place, um, you know, somebody said, you certainly don't want to live there. It's like uh forum park, uh, drive, I think it is. And, um, but for the price, I thought, Hey, I think I like it. <laughs> so uh, when I got to Houston, um, there's only two places that I had to look at because it was just like not a lot of choices um, in my range. Let's put it that way. There's a plethora of choices, but not for me. So anyways, um, and keep in mind that on the one podcast I did where I had to just uh, go off on a little tangent and I told you the book of Anna, all truth, um, I said I almost lowered my standards so that I can not have to really be frantic about paying rent, okay? Because my whole job situation, my income situation has completely gone in the opposite direction of where it was. When the Lord told me to quit my job, and I did, and I thought it was, literally, I thought things were about to, hey, blow up, child, bye. No, it blew away, just gone. I said, what is really going on? But see, that's part of, do I know my God? I know my God, so I know that I'm going to be okay, and I don't whine about it. You know, I don't. I don't do a lot of. I used to just whine back in the day, like I can't do that. I just child by no, Lord, it's in your hands. I trust you to work this out. So, anywho, so I, I, I go look at the one place, and you know, we went um, before. Before I went, like 
three different people. I told him about it, and they all told me, baby, you don't want to live there. The one dude, he was an older guy at the barbershop. Then this other guy, his sister was in the nail shop. I talked to him outside, and he was like, it's a whole bunch of thugs down there, you know, the whole stroll, just all types of he's mayhem basically going on. And I thought, well, you know what, Lord, that's almost perfect for my vision of, you know, soul for souls, S-O-L-E for S-O-U-L-S, soul for souls, outdoor ministry. I said, this would be perfect. I'd be right in the heart of the, 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 you know, but I guess the Lord said, no, you ain't going to be in the heart of nothing. So anyway, but I was going to be okay with this, what I'm saying, even though everybody said, you don't want to live there. And, and I went and at, at night and I saw nothing going on. I think I saw two females and I said, well, really, I guess nobody trying to make money. And I didn't see any, um, let's see, um, phar- pharmaceutical salesmen outside. And I thought, well, Maybe things I've been off the scene obviously a long time because uh, you know I'm it's 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 nighttime and the weather was kind of nice and I, I didn't see no dope men's nowhere and I thought well people are now being rehabilitated by default because who's there to serve them I I don't know but anyway it's probably a good thing right but it's just I just know it's a big change I thought this it's nothing so anyways um I was supposed to go look at it. The guy wants to go, wanted me to come and actually see the inside of it on Sunday. And I tell you, I was tired. I was tired when I came and I said, listen, I said, I have to go to church. I said, this is not, Sunday is not a good day. We can look at this on Monday. And so um, in the interim, my friend gave me um, the, um, he told me, did you try roommate.com? And I was like, no, so I tried to Google it and for whatever reason it didn't come up. And I said, listen, it just, I, I don't know. Maybe you have it wrong. It didn't come up. So anyway, while I was in the um in a room, he was sitting in a chair. So he he sent it to me on my phone. And I was like, okay. So I go in and look and um, you know, for my put my criteria of what I wanted, and like eight different people came up. And so um the the one of my criteria, one of the places was Missouri City. Why? Because I know Missouri City because that's where I lived before I left. And so um there was an um older black lady on there. And so um it was her and it's like looks like a some Korean female and then this this white guy. And I said, okay, so I I, I liked all of their um you know, places that they stayed. One was a condo, one was a townhouse, and one was a house. And so I liked all three of those and um I got a message back from the older black lady and uh, I got all excited, right? Because I never went, I never went to go see that. um, I never went to go see that, uh, that um, condo on, on Sunday where that's the one West Forum Park, right? So I never went to go see it. And um, I had also got an application and all that. And I just didn't fill it out. I don't know. I just started feeling some type of way about it. And so I just said, forget it. And um, so anyways, I said, okay, Lord, listen, I'm running out of time. Okay. So Saturday night is when I saw the, um, or I'm sorry, Sunday night is when I saw the lady's message. The problem was I couldn't actually see the message. I saw that I had a message. That's how they get you. In order to get the message, I had to pay um, to see it. So I paid $5.99 for three days. And I thought, Lord, is this going to be long enough? Because I might need to do this for a longer period of time once I get back to, to Oklahoma. So anyway, let me speed up the story. So I um, I called and the, the lady's daughter was actually, um, her and her husband was trying to you know, facilitate the, um, the rental for her mother and who was the older lady on the, um, on the picture. And so anyways, long story short, 
uh, I made an appointment to go see him on Sunday. Now I was leaving, um, or I'm sorry, on Monday. I was leaving on Monday and I always leave early because I don't like five o'clock traffic. I don't like driving um, at night because I have somewhat of a speeding problem. And I like to be able to see the police in advance, you know, during the day, I'll, you know, and, and just throw this in. I got a ticket on the way home because it was dark. Um, but anyways, so um, I go to the house and the house is really nice. And, you know, I said, okay, Lord, I wonder if she's going to work with me on a price. So I just happened to ask her when I got in the house and, you know, I instantly got a good vibe with this lady, I, you know, nice area, good vibe. And um, here's the, here's, Here's the cool part about it. She did work with me on the money. She knocked $50 off, which was what it was in my spirit. So that means, uh, Lord, you know, then you're going to cover this. So anywho, come to find out, this lady's a licensed ordained minister. Not only is she licensed and ordained, she got ordained in the 90s, graduated, um, I guess, uh, like with honors in the class. And she was ordained by Bishop. T.D. Jakes. I said, my God, my mind was blown. And I was, no one I was so comfortable, you know, I'm just telling you. Those, the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. I'm telling you, I got to the point, I said, I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to cry. I said, Lord, I tell you what, if I don't leave a body here with a place to stay, then that will let me know that I am meant to stay in Oklahoma. And I actually looked in the apartment complex before I came to Houston. The girl was like, you'll be back. I said, yeah, we'll see. I said, it just depends on how it goes in, in, in Houston. I said, if I find a place, I assure you when I come back, you know, I, I won't be living here. I'll be living in um, back in Houston. And so um, we had the like, talking with this lady, we had like the best talk Ever and everything that I like with the other people that I kind of had an issue with with certain you know uh, living arrangements with other people you know this whole thing idea of a shared bathroom with strangers I don't know I don't think so and I was just like Lord you know me that's not going to work you know and living with a bunch of strangers that I don't know the blessing is she's not even really going to be there she's going to be in New York so I'll pretty much be just. Um, living in her home by myself. So I don't have to share any bathroom. I don't have to be bothered. The setup will be pretty much like it is here at the house in Oklahoma. I have my bedroom and then I have the other room that from my office that I work out of. And I'm just telling you how good God is. I'm very serious. And I, I don't, and, 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 and here's, the, here's the thing. I just put it in God's hands. Now I got to come up with the money for all this stuff and getting to, you know, moving all this stuff Getting getting it to uh, getting it to Houston, getting it in storage. But listen, I'm not even going to sweat it because I'm telling you, I just was very specific. I just told the Lord I didn't panic, I didn't get angry, I didn't get sad, I didn't get stressed out. I just simply said, Lord, it's in Your hands. If I do not find a place to live before I leave up out of Houston, I will know that I'm not coming back here. But it didn't make sense because you had already told me to go back, but I didn't have a place to stay. And literally the Lord took it to the wire. Okay. I didn't get on the road like until after 2 PM. Really? No, no, no. I'm going to hit traffic and dark time. And again, I got a ticket. Can you believe it? And please, if you are able to get a prayer through, (laughs) pray that 
they don't take my license because I believe last thing I read was if I got one more ticket, I was going to lose my license. I said, Lord, you've delivered me from cocaine. You've delivered me from reefer and crack. I know you can deliver me from speed. I don't know what it is. I have a need for speed. I've always been that way. My dad used to tell me, keep your foot out of the tank. Anywho, so listen, I just wanted to tell you that as a glory story. And um, it just goes with the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So I've gotten emotionally stronger. I've gotten mentally stronger in my relationship. I'm really spiritually stronger to be able to say, listen, Lord, I need, I really do need this money that you told me to put over here to the left for everything that's stacked over here on the right. But he said, no, I want you to leave that over there on the left because I'm all in. I'm going to leave it over there to the left because again, I am all in. And just what the Lord told me to do, I'm doing it without second guessing. Um, but I, you know, I still listen, Lord, but you know, right. Okay, fine. I just want to make sure see if you changed your mind. Maybe thought that Maybe I could just take it and then go put the money back later. He said, no, leave it over there. And he wanted to see if it, the money kept messing up. Things wasn't going smoothly, even with the money he told him to put to the side. He wanted to see how many times before I just said, I'm not doing this. It can mess up another 50 times. It doesn't matter because I'm going to leave it right there. And I'm going to trust that God is going to meet my need, every need. He's already a way maker because he already gave me a place to live. And I'm so grateful. And, and a, a woman of God, too. We just, oh my gosh, just a, the, the nicest person that I've met in a very long time. Literally, just a, just a sweetheart. And when she said she was ordained by Bishop Jakes, I about fell it out. I said, Lord, I know this ain't nothing but you. For all the people, for all the places, and because I chose to, to have faith enough that God was going to work it out, that I wouldn't lower my standards to live with somebody that I knew we weren't going to get along. Okay. This whole black and mild smoke. I told you, we talked about that anyways. And I, and I, I, I just want to say, um, it, because it was in my spirit, the people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Meaning you shouldn't have to be stressing about Nathan, nothing, nothing. And expect exploits. I'm expecting, listen, the vision I see in Houston is so, it's it's always been big, but it appears now to be bigger. And I'm not even stressing how it's going to happen. I'm not stressing the people because I said, Lord, you know, this is going to take some work. I would listen, I'm, I'm prepared to go to the street by myself because when I was getting drunk and high, I was in the street by myself. And I didn't, I was never afraid four, five in the morning, baby. Listen, I wasn't afraid. And, and I lived in the V, baby, in the valley. Okay. Literally. You can call it the belly of hell. That's where I live. And I didn't walk in fear. So I know sometimes people say little smart comments about, oh, she was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. No, don't get it twisted. You better listen to everything I've said. I was born as a ward of the state, meaning I didn't belong to anyone because my mother put me up for adoption. I was in the children's home. And at some small period of time, I was in the foster home. So no, I was a born with a silver spoon. I was born basically by myself. A ward of the state. Don't get it twisted. Don't get me twisted. I might have been raised like an Egyptian, but I will say it again. I am a Hebrew is real light. I-S, new word, R-E-A-L, new word, L-I-G-H-T, is real light, period. Okay, so don't, 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 don't be a hater. 
it was a it was a, a gift from God. It was a blessing. But trust me when I tell you, well, much is given, much is required. So it was a lot required. Still, I'm this and still a, a lot on me that's required. So I know I've said that I'm allergic to poverty. Obviously, I wouldn't know I was allergic to poverty had I not lived in it. So God made me balance. I know what it is to have money. I know what it's like to not have money. Okay, so don't get me twisted. Okay, please don't. And here's another thing because I'm, I'm about to run out of time. I wanted. Um, I heard somebody say earlier, and, and listen, I, we just talked about this the day before yesterday. Me and a friend of mine, and I, I know we say knowledge is power. In fact, I used to say it. Those that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. So for me to know that God is all powerful, my God is all powerful, can do all things. And if I know that I can do all things with the Christ consciousness and, and with the strength of God, why would I not use that knowledge and apply it by praying and just simply saying, Lord, I need you to do this. And I trust that you will, because anything that's in his will is absolutely going to happen. And I've learned not to ask for things that, that are not in alignment with his will. See, sometimes we ask for stuff, it's not in his will. And then we get mad when it don't happen. I know you think you can override God. Sorry about your luck. It ain't going to happen. Okay. So I know we think we tell people, you, whatever you pray for, God is going to do it. Not if it's not in his will, it's not going to happen. I just, I'm sorry. You, you need to know that. Trust me. I, I learned that the hard way. If it's not in his will, you can, you can pray till your tongue falls out of your mouth. It's not going to happen. But he's, he's going to always make sure that his will is done. And let me tell you something. He will give you the desires of your heart. My heart is, my, my desire is his desire. So I'm, I'm, I'm only expecting the best of the best. Even when I was in the street getting high, he, he always put me with the top everything. Even when I was r r running with the one pimp. Now I wasn't, don't get it twisted. Uh, we, we was cool like that, rest assured. <laughs> so uh, the head pimp. The biggest dope man in Fayetteville, North Carolina, when I lived, and I was young. So God has always kept me at the top, whether it be the street or elsewhere, and I'm going to stay at the top, period, because I, I function well up there. However, I'm cool at the bottom. Do you understand? I'm cool at the bottom, meaning I can be in the bottom and love and lift. That's the point of being at the bottom so you can lift somebody else up. I don't mind the bottom, baby. Trust me, because once you hit rock bottom, ain't nowhere else to go but up. So I, I have a heart and a passion for people. So when I, when I say things again, I speak from the book of Vanna. Street ministry, if God didn't tell you to do it, then don't do it. When I talk about injustice, I'm talking about just what the Lord said. That that you do even to the least of mine, so have you done unto me. So when I see people being mistreated, I, I have a problem with it. Yes, I do. I'm not talking about standing outside with picket signs, talking about power to the foxes. No, I, I've never did that ever. The Lord ain't called me to do that. If he did, though, I would, but I'm called to the people. God said, go get my kids. That's my assignment. I didn't say that's what, listen, and, and and if you're a praying person, pray for me while I am in the street. I never walked in fear, but I ain't never going to turn down prayer ever. And thank you for praying. Thank you because I believe that you can get a prayer through. Trust and believe. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, I, I, I have a real passion. I'm an underdog queen. The people that you walk over, I told you, if God put treasure in earth and vessels, I'm going on a treasure hunt. I'm so very excited by it. It's not even funny. All the people who are out on the streets, sleeping on the bridges, do you know how gifted they are? Oh, there's so many gifts out there. I can't even wait. I'm so excited by this. This is what excites me. 
Okay? This is my passion, my joy. Okay? And just to let him know, listen, God loves you. He still wants you. The simple fact that he sent me to say, he said, go get my kids. That means that's my family out there in the street. The ones that people look over, you see them and you'll walk right past them. That's what I tell you. You make a conscious decision to pass by on the other side. I'm not cut like that. My heart won't allow me to be like that. I, you know, it's just mistreating people and being okay with it. That's not my character. Period. It's not my character. It's never been my character. And, and, and I told you, I have a great cloud of witnesses. They know me. Okay. They know me. So, and of child, yeah, they know me. So the, the bottom line is, yes, I'm taken to the street because that's where my passion is. Jesus said, go and make disciples, you know, go to the nations and, and make disciples, period. Baptizing them, right? Well, I told you, I don't do context, period. I'm not trying to be there. Whatever the Lord puts in my spirit is for my today, my now, okay? I, the bottom line is, simple assignment, and he said this five years ago, go get my kids. Okay. But he gave me an assignment that I like, you know? So, hey, somebody would say it's a dirty job, but somebody got to do it. But I, I told you, I used to like the junkyards. I used to like, you know, getting greasy, you know, filling it with the cars and stuff. Yes, I don't, I don't mind a little dirt. I like getting in the dirty because I was out there for years. Do you understand? And I'm comfortable. He already trained me. I was doing it before, drunk and high. Now I go right back. Sober is all outdoors with love and light, you know, so I'm very excited, but I, I feel like I've been all over the map in this conversation because I'm extremely, I'm serious. Usually I say I'm suffering from acute lethargy. I think right about now I'm borderline insomnia, but okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get some rest at some uh, point, <laughs> some point in time. And listen, um, minister, minister, uh, God, what is it? Gerald passed away. I just seen him at church Sunday. So my heart was a little bit, a little bit messed up about that. And, you know, in my, something else I was talking to a friend of mine about earlier. And I told him, I said, you never know when the Lord may punch your clock, you'll take it up. I said, but whenever he does it, I, I want to be busy. You understand? I don't want to be laid back in the bed with a bag of Cheetos on my chest, okay? So I'm excited also to get in the streets. So I can get this weight off of me. I almost can't take it. I'm very serious. I almost can't take it. So um, I'm looking forward to beating the street. I'm looking forward to uh, moving back to um, Houston, Missouri City. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to just just child by exploits, what the Lord is going to do. I'm very excited by it. I can see it. And it's just, my God. I, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I, I'm for real, for real. I'm, I'm super excited. There's a, there's a people out there literally that are just hurting and miserable and depressed, lonely, feeling unloved. I've been there, done all that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Strength. Yeah. So anyway, I, I want to help them to get to their strength that will be made uh, perfect in their weakness. So listen, I got to go. I love you. I hope you uh, appreciate the glory story. Sorry, it was all over the map. Remember, knowledge is just knowledge. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. It's important that you know your God. A relationship with him is imperative. For, for your life to run smoothly, seriously. And so anyway, for that, I'm grateful. 
I love you. Thanks for hanging out with me on this one. Um, I don't know what you would call this one. I, how about simply know your God? All right. Be strong. Do exploits. Be strong. Do exploits. Know your God. I know my God. All right. I love you. God bless you. Love and light. And namaste.